Hello listeners, and welcome back to Advancing Education, Alberta's number one student leader podcast, where we talk about student issues, news, conduct interviews, and all other kinds of stuff like that. After a long hiatus, we're starting a new season and a new series, the Leaders Series, where we interview current students of ASEC and the future leaders of our province. I'm your host, Dalton Leary. Let's jump in. I am joined this month by ASEC's own Naomi Pella and SAMHC's Alicia Kuntz. How y'all doing today? Doing all right. How are you? Doing really good, thanks. That's great to hear. We are joining you today from Olds at our Goals Conference. Um, It's a pleasure to be able to have another in-person interview, something that uh, I wasn't really expecting to have. So um, it's exciting and we're we're ready to go here. So absolutely. um, Let's open it up here and uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself. For sure, thank you. So I recently just graduated at Medicine Hat College for the business diploma. Um, I'm hoping to specialize in accounting, so I get to come back next year and do the advanced accounting certificate that we've recently been able to develop. And I'm excited about that. I am the president right now for the Students Association. And this is actually my second year being a part of our Student Association in Medicine Hat College. Nice. Nice, awesome. Yeah. So uh, last year I was the VP internal, so I got to deal with appeals and financials and policies. And this year, as president, I'll get to go through our strap plan and kind of oversee some of the executives and support them. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. What about you, Naomi? You weren't on the last podcast. Why don't you introduce yourself, too? Uh, Of course. Absolutely. Uh, My name is Naomi Pella, as you mentioned. I am the director of operations and finance at ASEC. Uh, I was a previous student leader. Uh, for a couple of years and uh, yeah very excited to be able to continue the important work uh, that this organization does and and to connect with the students Um, it was really nice to have this week to discuss all the important priorities that students are bringing forward so yeah it's been a good week good 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 uh, so let's um, let's start to talk about SAMHC and uh, what made you want to go into student leadership in the first place? So for student leadership, I actually had the opportunity of going to another university for three years, mm-hmm. and I was not very involved. Which university? University of Regina. Oh, oh Saskatchewan. Yes, nice. born and raised. <laughs> nice. Very <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. So I, I felt like I missed out a lot, and I always have had a passion just for helping others. Um, Mm. I was in biochemistry before, so I definitely did a little bit of a swap of majors. It's a bit of a change. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But previously, I really, really wanted to go into it to help my mom um, for biochemistry. Mm. And she has just a a genetic uh, disease. Mm. So I really wanted to help for that. And I realized that even coming to Medicine Hat College, um, students need help finding their voice and advocate for things that really, really matter for education. So I thought a student leadership position would be really great because I want to give back and I have a passion for helping others. That's wonderful. That's amazing. So you mentioned you were in a role previously, the internal role. What would you say is the biggest change from internal to president? So the biggest change for that um, is that I really had a passion for being the VP internal and helping advocate for students and taking the time sitting with them and walking them through that appeal process. Um, Medicine Hat College specifically last year had 
quite a large quantity of academic appeals, non-academic mm. appeals, mm -hmm. and instructor complaints. And so it, it felt really good being able to actually sit down with the students and have serious conversation and and, and help them because it can be really overwhelming yeah. for students to go through that process. For sure, yeah. Um, so I think not being able to, to always have my my, my foot in the door for that and, and, and help for our new VP internal can be a little bit challenging for me because I, I want to be that person. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that would be the biggest change for me. Have you enjoyed uh, taking on like the bigger role of being president or is it still kind of too fresh to say so? Um, I don't think it's too fresh to say so. I love it because I really want to have more personal and professional growth. And I, I feel like the two different roles, um, the internal is quite scaled back and it's more of a one-to-one -one conversation or right. a one-to-three conversation. But when in being in this presidential role, especially mm -hmm. being a part of the Board of Governors, I feel like I have more of a voice at the table and right. we're making more influential decisions mm -hmm. and I, I really appreciate that and I'm I'm going into more of the public speaking side which in the past I haven't always been very comfortable with right um, it can be very very challenging for me on a personal mm -hmm. level but I, I, I love that I get to push myself in this new role and that's kind of exactly what I wanted to, um, what I was looking for yeah, that's that's amazing, and it sounds like uh, you've done a bit of reflecting on uh, the past year, and it's very cool to see uh, your perspective coming into the new role, and also applying that same desire to help others in this role, because it sounds like you're you're still aiming for that. So very cool. Yeah, thank you. Have you uh, have you had any chance to do any public speaking engagements yet since you've been president? Um, not too many for the public relations, but I know at our convocation that we recently had, I was able to present the Instructor of the Year Award. And something fun that we got were able to do this year mm -hmm. is because uh, due to COVID, we haven't been able to celebrate the recent graduates of the past three mm -hmm. years. Yeah. So it's totally. been a bit of a challenge. So we did something fun where we were able to have a morning ceremony set for two, two of the previous grad years and oh. then the most current one in the afternoon Very so cool. I got to be a part of both ceremonies nice. and speaking in front of 500 people in the morning over yeah. <laughs> over 800 <laughs> in the afternoon and it was definitely overwhelming but yeah. you know I, I I did it I conquered it and it feels good and yeah. it was really great opportunity to be a part of yeah it's, a, it's great practice you started off strong there <laughs> yeah that's yeah, awesome. supposed to be my convocation so uh, you would have been speaking to me if i didn't have to drive six and a half hours <laughs> yeah a little yeah. bit of distance <laughs> so what what have you started working on so far at the essay this year so something that we've started working on this year for the students association at mhc um specifically has to do with the onboarding process and new student orientation hmm. for international students. Right. A lot of my appeals had a lot of academic misconduct or plagiarism mm. for international students. And mm -hmm. we just really want to be proactive on that because we know the challenges that they had to undertake to come to our institution. Yeah. So we just kind of want to help support them and get ahead of the game and educate them a little bit on, on how our policies mm -hmm. work, appeal processes work, and help them 
and support them so that way they're not sinking when they get here right yeah is your uh population of international students pretty big um we're currently sitting at seven percent but considering my appeals were at least 50 percent international students revolving around that area we thought that it was a really big priority for us to to advocate for yeah it's a lot to navigate and uh you know like you said coming in as an international student there are a lot of different rules and approaches to that so that's it's um great to hear that you're prioritizing that yes yes um uh, what is your pie in the sky goal for this year then like what what do you want to get accomplished this year and it's going to be like the big kahuna (laughs) (laughs) Um, So something that I really want to get accomplished for this next year is we've been having um, some issues surrounding our transition between executives. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a a pretty big issue. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've also been learning while being here that it's been a common issue surrounding other institutions for for their students' associations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you took the role over from the person who took the role over from me, and that was a problem when I was doing it, so. Yeah. um, definitely it's definitely been something that's been on the radar for for, for a super long time and, and yeah. i've found too that uh, a lot of the institutions like you said are having that exact same issue it's tough to it's tough to know what to tell somebody in the short amount of time that you have to tell them yeah and then if you don't keep that connection going for a little bit longer after it just falls apart and then that person's not successful and then the whole thing everything that you started starts to unravel yeah and you just can't and it's I think especially also challenging because you're at the end of the semester um, like you're both probably in the midst of exams and final projects and all that stuff at the end of the semester so um, yeah we're very excited to hear that you're prioritizing that yeah for sure and I think that it'll just help the, the future students Mm-hmm. Uh, student leaders that come into these positions because they are really big roles to fill and we just want to make sure that they have the knowledge at least to back them up yep. moving forward. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to kind of start to get into some ASEC specific things. Uh, we're sitting here at goals like I said earlier. Uh, we've selected a little bit of our priorities here um, but what would you say is your prediction for ASEC's priorities this year? Well, I for sure think for number one, Hmm. the tuition. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of the most important ones just because, well, we just got out of the triple sevens, which (laughs) it's been a little bit tough for some students. And current with where uh, inflation is currently sitting is rather high and it's kind of reflecting those triple sevens again. So I think that for us to tie tuition to that long run inflation rate with a 15-year rolling average would be really beneficial for students. So I could see us definitely prioritizing that because it is probably the most prevalent. We want students to be able to afford and actually attend um, different institutions here in Alberta. Yeah, Yeah, triple sevens in Vegas, good. Triple sevens (laughs) in tuition, not good. Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is that where you put your sticker? Is that your number one priority, tuition? Um, we are a little bit more strategic. We saw all the stickers and we knew, well, what's our... <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, did, the, did the math. <laughs> um, but no, it, it was definitely the top of our radar. Nice. For sure. nice. Yeah. And uh, what about federally? What would you, you choose over on the federal side? 
Um, for the federal side, we thought that it was very important for international students mm. to have their supports. Um, having a cap on them being able to go and work in Alberta has been quite a struggle. They're yeah. not able to really afford, especially with inflation, um, the standard of living. So we think that from our organization, mm -hmm. we really want to prioritize that. And especially with Alberta 2030, yeah. to to have an intake up to 40% on our campuses. Yeah. Um, we don't want them to sink and financial stress can be yeah. a little bit of a, an issue for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 20 hours a week is definitely uh, a, a difficult uh, parameter to work with, especially when your yeah, tuition is so high. Yeah, and with the smaller schools too, there's so much less opportunity to actually work on campus. So you can have like, five jobs for 40% of your right. population just it just doesn't work out. Yeah. 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 What uh, what's one of the goals that has been picked or was left off um, that uh, you thought would be significant but isn't or is significant but you thought it wouldn't be? Um, so for that question, I have to say the transfer credit system. Um, and and to me it's really surprising because especially from an Alberta, uh, Alberta institution to institution, mm -hmm. you would think that there would be uh, easy credit transfers, but mm -hmm. there's not, especially when the classes might just have a different name or they have the similar learning outcomes that you would right. expect to receive from taking a class. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit frustrating for students. You're paying all this money and just to have to go and retake the classes yep. just because you transferred, it's, it's a prevalent issue but I think that it's really frustrating for students and expensive yeah for sure yeah I mean you know it's obviously not gonna fall completely off the radar yeah, yeah. no 100 percent but yeah uh did any of your classes transfer from your uh biotech course in Saskatchewan no no they did not that's Rough. a good question yeah <laughs> how many do you have to retake um there were four that I had to retake just they are very different programs but it would have been nice to save X amount of dollars. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. That's like two grand. You pretty much just threw yeah. away. Yeah. Well, and the time. I mean, that's yeah. all. That's pretty much a semester of yeah. courses. Right? Yeah. yeah. Opportunity cost. Yeah. What could I spend my time doing? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, taking those courses, which, which institution provided a better education? That's a good question. <laughs> so because of no going bias, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. There's definitely pros and cons, but I felt that from going from a university to a college, a college has more personalized classes, mm -hmm. smaller classes. And I was able to actually build really great relationships with my instructors. Nice. So I appreciated that aspect. Mm. And for student leadership, I felt like it I felt like it, I was able to have more opportunities mm. presented to me because of the less students and I felt more confident, more mm. comfortable actually going and seeking out this position. Right, yeah. So uh, I think those would be my biggest takeaways from, from transferring. Right, yeah. Do you think if you had a chance to go back to the U of R and run for a student position, do you think you would you'd do it? I would definitely be more intimidated. I would like to think that I would just because I know how valuable it is to have student leaders. Mm -hmm. And I think that I would be a good voice for the students. Yeah. So I'd like to think so, but I know that I, it would be more challenging for me. Definitely. For sure. 
definitely the, the, the voting population at Medicine Hat College, although I love them and they've <laughs> loved me for a long time, they are uh, very easy to win over. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is true. I love that. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, uh, what were some of the goals outside of tuition that SCMHC was targeting this year, uh, provincially? Provincially, shocking, it was actually the transfer system. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Especially being a college, uh, we think that we are a stepping stone to get students to come to those universities. So it's really valuable for us to have our credits and classes be able to transfer to other institutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Coming from like a smaller community, yeah. uh, When you don't have those institutions available nearby and then you have to transfer... Do, do most students transfer over to like Calgary or is yeah, there a specific? Calgary is okay. a big one. Um, yeah. Most of our students end up going there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have noticed that Athabasca has had a big intake of students. Hmm. Okay. Online learning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know offhand how many uh, degrees Messinet offers now? No, but I do know that we've reduced the amount um, because we can't grant degrees. Oh, yeah, because we, we had the partnerships with, uh, or we, um, I'm not with Medicine College <laughs> anymore, uh, the partnership with Mount Royal there and uh, U of C. And, and that that's uh, no longer existing. Oh, really? Um, they cut the, the partnership with Mount Royal, unfortunately. I was going to be taking that. Yeah. Wow. So. Okay. There was a lot of frustration, so we're hoping to build up future partnerships. Um, We know that our executives of the college have been listening to us, and they know that the students really did value that, so we're hoping that we can find other partnerships so that way we can get students' degrees for that, for business. Wow, yeah, that would be a pretty big blow, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it was. It was. Lots of staff cut, staff were cut. That's too bad. That was a really good program. enjoyable to be able to be in medicine at like you said having that opportunity to have those like one-on-one conversations with the instructors and and build that relationship is uh, something that I really valued so yeah um, if um, if they're not granting those degrees anymore what's your plan after you finish this accounting program oh uh, so once I'm finished accounting I just want to be able to have a business degree Um, I thought that accounting was definitely one that I took to, and I think it would be better to be when I, I want to be a business owner. Mm -hmm. So I think that that would be a really good background for me to have. And for uh, becoming a business owner, I really want to start my own company for Mm -hmm. building net zero houses. Oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. My partner, he's a journeyman carpenter, and so he'll know more of the uh, leading innovative technology side of things for mm-hmm. the net zero homes yeah. and then I'll be able to actually brand him and start our business up from yeah. scratch. Well that's a great partnership to right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just, but you won't be able to finish school at in Medicine Hat. Are you going where are you going to go? Do you know? Um, either I want to be able to do it virtually because I mm-hmm. have um, have a condo in Medicine Hat. I have a house in Medicine Hat, so I want to keep those yeah. there. I want to. I want to hold on to them a little bit longer. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so I'm hoping. I'm. I'm hoping to look at transferring. <laughs> 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 um, maybe to either Athabasca or Okanagan just for mm. online learning. Right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the other thing with uh, that that partnership kind of falling through is that 
students who normally would stay within the community and you know have family there or in supports and all that um, aren't going to be able to have that anymore if they have to move right yeah. so it's such That's a great small community yeah. and I know that there's a lot of value there mm -hmm. and so we we want our students to be able to stay in Medicine Hat yeah absolutely yeah it's uh, almost another one of our goals the graduate retention program but a little bit less detailed I suppose yeah <laughs> yeah hasn't quite been developed as much yeah quite yet, a yeah. little further down the line yeah 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 for sure um, so I guess going back to the ASEC goals and what um, what you've chosen for your priorities this year. So what do you think we as ASEC need to do this year to uh, to get those goals across the finish line? Um, I think specifically when we had our positional breakout groups today, um, there was a lot of benefit that I saw where we were able to chat and set up future meetings with each other mm. and future communication channels. Right. So that way when the board of directors is working on these priorities and goals for the year, mm -hmm. they can actually have a little bit more support from the rest of the organization right. and the rest of the members. Yeah. So if they need more service done, more research done, mm -hmm. that could be a really fun project for our VP external, for right. myself to do if I am available for that. Mm -hmm. And I know that other uh, student leaders are interested and they really want to help and be more involved. Yeah. So it could be a great opportunity for us to get some of these goals accomplished. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's great to hear. Are you on the board of directors or uh, sorry, board of governors? Uh, yes, uh, my at institution. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. am on board of governors. Yeah, right. Yeah, so um, I think that's really. It, it was really cool to hear the uh, points that came out of the conversation, the breakouts, um, very practical uh, action items that that students can take and. Uh, um, we look forward as staff to be able to support that because it, it really helps our organization move forward um, these these priorities. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so that being said, what would you say is like the biggest takeaway for you this week? Like, what is something that you're gonna that really impacted you and that you're gonna take back to your SA and work on with your people and make Shelby do a ton of work and build a bunch of posters. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> Poor Shelby. Nice. Um, my biggest takeaway, I think, is the networking piece and just knowing all of our priorities that we have set. Mm -hmm. um, in our presidential breakout group, um, it was mentioned that doing a presentation to our Board of Governors on mm -hmm. ASEX priorities would be amazing. It'd be really valuable just so that way our institution knows where we're headed right. with asks um, f uh, federally and provincially mm -hmm. so that way they can plan and be prepared or to give give ASEC and student leaders a little bit of credit too when mm -hmm. these wins are here. Yeah. I think too, um, uh, Medicine Hat College's president is a big part of COPOA. Like, is he not? He's on the board of COPOA. Is that correct? Um, I well, he's definitely a member yeah. of the group. Yeah. Uh, but uh, um, I know I know of him that he is a very student-focused uh, um, president, and he's very um, open to student feedback and collaboration. So, 
Yeah, he works a lot with us. Um, we have our monthly meetings set up, and if we need to mm-hmm. have more uh, conversations, right. we can have those meetings, and it's very open-door policy, which mm-hmm. which is great. I know that lots of the institutions don't always have that, yeah. so yeah. it's really beneficial. It makes a huge difference. It does. Yeah, it really yeah. does. That relationship and collaboration. And yeah, and even asking questions. Yeah. I know it can be really intimidating to actually go up to those administration and, yes. and executives. Definitely. So to have that comfortability, uh, reports built up, um, when we actually have really big issues that we, we want to speak about, we feel more confident going in. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great to hear. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's, it's funny when, you, when everyone's talking about that consultation piece and you're probably just sitting there like, oh, well, like, <laughs> <laughs> good to we, go. We are. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're good to go. Yeah. 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 All right, Alicia, it was an absolute pleasure to talk with you today. And like I said, it was awesome to have you in person mm-hmm. and to have the whole SAMHC team here in Olds. It was great to meet you after after not seeing you all at leadership. We really hope that uh, you were able to take a lot away from this weekend and hope that you'll be able to go back to Medicine Hat and enact some change. Thank you again. It was an absolute pleasure and a, a great interview. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. I'm very happy that my whole team could be here this time. Yes. Uh, I know we missed a little bit for leadership for sure, but we took a lot away from goals. Amazing. Glad to hear it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks again to our guest. And thank you for tuning in. If you like this interview and want to learn more about ASEC, check us out at albertastudents.ca or follow us on social media at albertastudents on all major platforms. Until next time. This is Advancing Education.